1: Hi, I'm Hugh Hewitt. Thank you for listening to the Town Hall Review Podcast, where we bring you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Our podcast is brought to you through partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's a piece yours truly hosted, and I hope you will enjoy. If you're just frazzled... Do what the Fetching Mrs. Hewitt has been doing for you. Go to Mitford. Mitford, of course, is a fictional town created by the wonderful Jan Karen, who joins me now in more than a dozen books where tens of millions of Americans, including the heart of my demo, go for relaxation. Jan Karen, welcome to the program. Congratulations on the new book, Bathed in Prayer, as well.
2: Oh, thanks, Hugh. Good morning. So glad to be with you.
1: Well, it's so great to talk to you. And I know, you know, my morning drive audience is full of people who love the news, but it's also full of people who've been reading your books for years. You know, usually women, people of faith, people who have found great... Are you amazed at how big you are for such a large portion of uh, America?
2: Well, yes, I'm amazed. And I'm really happy that people in California, you know, the, the state that sets the trend for everything that i've got fans out there that's so wonderful to me hello everybody
1: (laughs) from east to west and north to south and i actually asked the fetching mrs hewitt my wife of 38 years to to write Uh questions for me because she has read every word you've written and i've begun Uh to get hooked by by father tim and her first question is in these gentle stories about a cast of characters in idyllic small town you preach the gospel Have you heard from readers whose hearts were softened or were open to Christianity as a result of reading the Mitford books?
2: All the time. Yes, I have uh, thousands of letters uh, have poured in over the years uh, telling me the most wonderful stories. One quick story that that always makes me smile. I was in in two different cities on a book tour when uh, a, a young couple, two different young couples approached me and they each said, I just love your books, or we love your books. They saved our marriage. Now, I don't know how to save a marriage. I couldn't even save mine. But you see, I rely on, I do bathe my books in prayer. All of my work is bathed in prayer. And so I don't know. It's allowed to do stuff that I don't even know how to do.
1: Yeah, We just had on Marsha Blackburn, who's running for t- Senate in Tennessee, and she sounds just like you. You've got a North Carolina accent, she's got a Tennessee accent, but they sound the same to me in Ohio, boy. And, and of course, you, you see what's going on in the country, how divided yeah. it is. Do you think of yeah. you you're having a ministry of healing?
2: Well, I do. Uh, in fact, I think Mitford represents how how amazingly simple it is to work across the aisle and help each other out. You know, when you're jammed into a small town with a small population, you better be helping each other out. And then when we're in a a large continent with a large population, the same formula can be put to work. So I do think that Mitford is a microcosm of what could be a, a better world for all of us.
1: You know, one of the things my my wife's put to me in her notes is that our culture does not normalize people who live a rich and faithful life like your Mitford townsfolk. And so, are you trying to encourage people to adopt that lifestyle? Because it is it's completely different and it's wonderful. I've I've only read the first one, but it's just wonderful.
2: Well, let's just talk about prayer for a moment. I think that's the most uh, valuable, powerful tool weapon useful tool in our whole toolkit. We can pray 24-7 at the checkout counter, uh, go into the bathroom, let's just put it that way. Anywhere, all the time, He's available. God is available to us, and we just sort of dismiss this enormous, profound, loving power in our lives, even if we just lift a sentence to God. You know, honestly, Hugh, I shouldn't probably say this, but I'm going to do it. I'm not against praying for a parking place. God (laughs) is the Father, and we're His children, and He wants us to be better than we are all the time. He, He designed us in a certain wonderful, marvelous way. If we could only know how each one of us is designed for something better, we can keep coming up higher, and prayer is the powerful way to grow.
1: You know, Jen, I think uh, I wish pe- more people were to pray for the president. I used to pray for President Obama; didn't agree with him. I try and pray for right. Twitter trolls who come after me before I mute <laughs> them or block them. It just uh-huh. is a wonderful response, and you've got it woven into the Mitford books. I really am going to start trying to get men to read these. Uh, I bet. What is is your audience ninety percent women? Do you think?
2: Well, it, it probably uh, maybe a little, uh, maybe more like eighty percent. I have a quite a few male readers they don't come out of the closet however they are if they do come out of the closet as a mitzvah reader they're carrying a tom clancy book well
1: Uh, well i'm i'm doing both (laughs) people know that i read daniel silva first but i'm now hooked on father tim and i want people to get started one quick question you're from Uh blowing rock my sister-in-law says it's the most beautiful place among them that she's ever been why did you leave blowing rock
2: well, I left Blowing Rock. It was a, a, a privacy issue. The books, and by the way, these books have no cussing, no murder, no mayhem, and no explicit sex. Some people say, "What in the heck do you write about?" Well, there's plenty <laughs> to write about. And if you don't laugh in a Midford book, I think you should ask the bookseller for your money back. Um, in any case, Blowing Rock just got two The people just were coming to my door, and it was there was no privacy. So, uh, but I was happy in Blowing Lock. I love I Blowing
1: it. Lock. I get it. I get it. That makes perfect sense. Now, Father Tim is the central character Who? He's my age. So I love the guy. Um, he's <coughs> almost a Hollywood version of the perfect clergyman. Did anyone ever want to make, you know, Bob Newhart as Father Tim with Suzanne Plachette as Cynthia? Did anyone want to make this into a TV series?
2: Well, yes, I hate to use, I'm not going to use any names, but yes, a a famous uh, channel, uh, entertainment channel, bought the rights for the first book and uh, just destroyed it. Um, Unfortunately, uh, Father Tim became a hunk, and Uh. Cynthia was somebody unknown to me. They didn't even have a black dog
1: for Barnabas, so what can I say? You know, you're such a fine writer, Jane Karen. You almost have me persuaded I need to buy a Barnabas. I don't have a dog. We're all allergic. and so. But I, I love Barnabas so much. Dog people. My friend Mark Levin will love this. Let me ask you a serious thing, and this, yeah, again, comes okay. from my wife. You uh-huh. have C.S. Lewis, Bonhoeffer, Oswald Chambers, all of the great Christian writers of the last century and this new millennium laced through Mitford. How do you learn that?
2: Well, I have had my nose in a book since I was five years old. I was actually reading the newspaper, not certainly not all of it, but a good bit of it at the age of five. I was an early, very hungry reader. And by the age of 10, Hugh, I figured out if I wanted to give the kind of joy to others— that writing gave to me, that their work gave to me, then I would just have to grow up and be a novelist, period. There's no other way. And so I did actually grow up and be a novelist, but it took a long time. I was in my 50s when I left a successful advertising career, just gave it all up, went to the mountains of North Carolina, where I am right now, sitting on a hill in a car so I can get a signal.
1: (laughs) you got a great signal. And people can get all the books, by the way, at midfordbooks.com. I want to read from your new one, Bathed in Prayer, which collects all oh, of the prayers and uh, uh, sermons of Father Eden. Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh In your in your introduction, you write, I, Jan Karen, have great esteem for sorrow and suffering, which is easy to say for one who never endured Holocaust or famine or plague or even an IRS audit. But the portion I have known convinces me that the dark places can not only produce diamonds, but act as the kiln from which useful vessels come forth, all of which gives special credence to those words of St. Paul in everything. Give thanks. This is a hard week in the United States, Jan Karen. Do you yes, think yes. that's the word for the country this week?
2: We need to be in prayer. And you were talking earlier about praying for Obama, even though you don't agree with him. I pray for Trump. Uh, this is a job that nobody really would want. I think <laughs> it's just the hardest job in the whole universe, I'm convinced. So for whatever reason, we God asks us to pray for our president, for our leaders, so We need to, just like he asked us, not in so many words, to go vote. I get out and vote whether I want to or not, whether I think anybody can really do the job or not. I go vote. I do my best, but I pray about it because this is big. do
1: Do you think we're in a uniquely stressed time right now, Jan Karen? You talk to millions of people every day through your books. You can, I'm sure, fill any hall you go to in any place in the country. What do you think about the situation in the country right now?
2: I think it's tough, I think it's hard, and I think it really has deeply affected us, but I also think that this too shall pass. I'm going to quote something Winston Churchill said about history in general. If you read political history, too, if you will. He just says, it's one damn thing after another. Huh. And you know, it always has been. And it, in my opinion, it always will be. Well, you're we right. We need to do the best we can in the, at the place where we are now.
1: Let me, let me close by asking you, uh, bathed in prayers in bookstores now, are there more Mitford books on the way?
2: I have to tell you that uh, this is my last Mitford episode, uh, Mitford novel. There are 14 novels. I uh, wanted to give my readers the most authentic read I could possibly give. When it comes time and you feel like if you keep going, you're going to be inauthentic, the reader is going to know that, and they're not going to want it, so I'm not going to do it. I'm on to other things. I hope my readers will follow me, will be faithful to whatever voice that I have been given to to use uh, to to spread the magic, the word, the the joy, the bliss, the the truth. Uh, and, And the truth is simple, really. God really does love us. That's the truth.
1: God really does love us. That's so Jan Karen. thank you for your books, for taking some time, for finding a mountain in North Carolina to call in from with a great signal. And uh, God bless Bathed in Prayer, the brand new Jan Karen book out now. I appreciate it, Jan. Have Godspeed today. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, where they're preparing leaders for the public square. Application deadline for fall classes is June 15th. It might be the right step for you or a recent college graduate in your life. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today